right. Okay, everyone, welcome back to a special um, pain podcast, if you will, um, of Down the Line. Uh, Monday had our panic podcast. Today is a pain podcast because that was a rough one. Uh, Yankees lose to the Red Sox 6-1, I think was the final score, but I mean the score just didn't matter. It was just embarrassing all around. And Nick, I'm sitting in the car right now on this really just bad old think of a Saturday podcast right now <laughs> um and just generally just with the pain that we feel from this horrible horrible season like you always said on twitter it's just an absolute season from hell um and it ended just in a non-exciting uh disappointing just do nothing game and it all starts with Garrett Cole um I mean Nick what what the hell happened with him? I mean, what was going on with Garrett Cole? Just gave us a nothing effort, two innings. We needed him big, and he did nothing. Well, what what happened? I mean, the bottom line is that game has changed the way how Yankee fans view Garrett Cole until he earns our trust back. Because at this point, I mean, yeah. you can you can talk about the hamstring, uh, you could talk about the the spider tack changes. But at the end of the day, he's got to be better than he was. So I saw a lot of people trying to kind of give him a pass because he's injured. At the end of the day, I really do hope that the hamstring was really bugging him because if not, that's just even more concerning. But I think for me, if you're going to go out there and take the mound, you know, for, for what we pay him and for what he's done for us the majority of the year, you just cannot lay an egg like that in a game like that. I mean, it was uh, – we've ripped on Boone a lot. And, Nick, you you and I both said it. We were watching the end together. He started – he went to take Cole out, and we're like, this is the decision. Like, this is what you have to do. You mm-hmm. know, like, it, it, he, that, the fact that it was that decisive and that clear that he need to be taken out after two innings, I mean, that's just that's just awful. You, you have to expect more out of your ace. And we were saying, how many non-competitive pitches were there with two strikes? I mean – you talk about the Devers at bat specifically. You know, you only have so many at bats to actually break down, considering he was only there for two innings. But the first Devers at bat, I think he went. I think he got him two two, and then it's a completely non-competitive fastball, and then he walks him. You know, I got. I, mm-hmm. I wanted. I think it wound up being a one-two changeup outside, and you know, I was like, you know what? You know, I think that was the right pitch to go with non-competitive two-two uh, fastball, and then he walks him. And then he throws a meatball changeup to Xander Bogarts, 89 miles an hour, right down the dick. And it obviously, obviously, Xander Bogarts crushed it. He has, hasn't even had that good of a second half, and any hitter would have hit that ball out. I mean, just overall, just a painful performance from Cole. I mean, I just I'm, I'm frustrated about it. Uh, I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, I mean, the entire month of September, yeah. it wasn't even necessarily that his – stuff didn't look good it was just more so his command was off and, and I think you hit on it there to Devers I mean in the first thing the first two batters you know feeling as good as can be you know you sit the first two guys down and you have Devers come up to the plate and honestly that was you know one of the keys to the game was just trying to face this guy who owns you with the bases empty you know you get up in the count on him and walk him Again, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. As good as the guy's been against Cole, I would have rather just challenged him. You know, a solo home run there is a solo home run. But for me, it's just once he was up in the count, really not giving him anything close to swing at, kind of just putting him on. And then you, you challenge Bogarts with just an awful 
pitch and, and that was really kind of just the game right there I, I mean I was I was worried about him giving up runs in the first inning and my nightmare came true yeah I mean for me it, it really sucks because the changeup is not Garrett Cole's I wouldn't even put it in his top three pitches. it sucks to lose on a pitch that's not you know what I mean? Like, I, I put it, his fastball is number one, and he's got a slider and knuckle curve as the two, three, depending on each day. And I've never felt like his changeup, albeit he's Garrett Cole, albeit it's amazing, it, it, it's not his pitch. And I, it's me so, frustrate, so, so frustrated that he, you know, we, we essentially lost the game right there. It felt like it, the wind was taken out of us immediately. It, 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 that we lost on a pitch that's not his go-to. He put his worst pitch in a bad spot to one of the best hitters in baseball. And that's pretty much the the extent of it. Exactly. Exactly. So going forward, let's say, I mean, we, obviously we're going to have an off season video and everything. Um, do you feel like you've lost trust? Respect for Garrett Cole. Do you feel like you've lost trust in him for the future? Yeah. I mean, he, he needs to gain it back. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, when you look at, and I think for me, and this is something we could talk about more in the offseason, so I don't really want to go too deep into it. But, yeah. if, you know, you talk about there were a lot of starts this year for Garrett Cole, whether it was earlier on in the year trying to avoid the sweep at Fenway on a Sunday, he gets rocked. You know, he, he really had a handful of starts where we were looking for him to come up big, especially down the stretch. And not only did he not deliver, he, he just put up a dud. You know, I, I'm not trying to be unrealistic here and say, oh, we pay you this much. If you're not giving us seven or eight innings and striking out 10 every time, I, I, I'm asking for five good innings. Keep us in, in games. And it, that's just the thing. When he doesn't have it, he does not have it. And yeah. that's really not something you can have out of someone you're paying $36 million a year to be your ace and to be your stopper. Yeah, Nick, that's a great point that I actually don't think a lot of people have made so far. Is our expectations for last night's performance weren't really like that high. Like not no. even the fact, not even the fact that like, oh, we, Garrett Cole's had a bad month. We're not expecting much out of him. Like I was like, if you give me five innings, two runs, I kind, I would have been happy with that. And that's kind of underperforming with an ace. Like I would have been happy with an underperformance, and he mm-hmm. just he underperformed his expected underperformance. You know? No, no I remember <laughs> us specifically saying in our preview episode saying people will probably give us heat for this because I saw people. I heard like Chris Carlin yesterday before the game was like he needs to go minimum seven innings. It's like Come he on. could be he could be he could be throwing you know a shutout, and I don't think Boone would have let him go that far in general. I mean, we saw how quick Chorus Hook was on Evaldi yesterday. I was you know, in a one-game playoff, you're not going to let your starter go seven, eight innings. You know, it's just probably not going to happen. But I, I was saying, I just wanted like four or five good innings with them. I wanted to get into the middle innings with Garrett Cole with then go to our best relievers and that's just not even what we got so it, it just overall there were a lot of reasons they lost this game but Garrett Cole that's concerning you, you needed something better than that and not only did he not you know win us the game he really just put us in in a terrible position yeah and the people who put us in the rest of the bad position the rest of the time was obviously the lineup I mean, outside of Stanton, who, I mean, big dick, the Rex sucks. I mean, I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. He had an amazing game, three for four, could have been three home runs. Obviously, maybe that last one might have not gotten out of Yankee Stadium, but those first two definitely would have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I guess you do what you can with that. Um, outside of him, three for 28. And, out, I mean, Rizzo hit a home run, which was awesome. That's what we traded him for. It hit a home run in a big moment like that. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, outside of Rizzo's home run, two for 27. 
I mean, yeah. and and what two of those were infield singles, right? Mm-hmm. Judge, yep. Judge, and Geo. Like, yep. I mean, come on, I, come on. How does the lineup not show up every single year in the playoffs? Every single year. I mean, just bad at just bad at bats. If and if you look to uh, the way it ended up finishing up, if you take everyone's stats and you take Gallo and Rizzo's stats just with the Yankees. And you go by OPS plus, we had three above average hitters this year. You're not going to get far with that. I'm surprised yeah. we got as far as we did with that. You know, it, it's really a shame when you look at how good and healthy of years Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton had. It's the first time in the four years they've both been on the Yankees that they're both healthy. They both absolutely matched. You can't say one ill word on either of those guys. But it takes more than two hitters to, to make a complete baseball team. You know, and even the addition of Anthony Rizzo who performed last night was not enough. So it's just, it's really concerning to see. And I, I hope that they make some changes and really overhaul what kind of lineup we have. But at the end of the day, and again, this is another conversation for another time. I just don't see, I don't see it happening. I don't know where the moves are going to be made. And it sucks because this lineup when it's not going is just an absolute black hole. It's, it's very weird to me because, the things that we've said over the years needed to happen for the Yankees to be successful was we needed we needed to pay for an ace. We always got on Cashman's ass for that. Get us our ace and we'll be good. You mm-hmm. know, so we, we got our ace. Check. Derek Cole. And then we need we always said you need Judge and Stanton to be healthy. That's what you need for this team to succeed. But all three of those things happen. We have our ace. Judge healthy. Stanton healthy. Both hitting very well. Judge didn't have a great game last night, but you can't argue he was – he was hitting the ball very well up uh, up until that night, mm-hmm. and and we failed, and we failed. So now what? Now now what is our go to? You know what is our the team needs to do this to be successful at this point. I obviously we're gonna we keep on teams. We're gonna dive into to be done but I mean there's new questions for this offseason that we haven't even thought of yet because we thought we the questions we've had in the past we thought they were answered Mm -hmm. and now they're not and I so yeah I don't know and and just another thing too that really hurts and it's just kind of another predictable thing because I think people were obviously worried that Cole might lay an egg considering how bad September was People were worried that the lineup was not going to show up because of how bad it's been really all year, especially in that last series against the Rays. The base running mistakes, just again. I mean, Phil Nevin is just a a horrible third base coach. I saw some people trying to defend the decision because they said that, you know, Gallo's been so cold. I mean, you see the replay. Judge just has no prayer. They're like, oh, Bogart seemed to make a perfect throw. It really wasn't even that great of a relay. It's just a, a very short left field on a hard hit ball. You're trying to score a guy from first. And and I'm sorry. If you if that inning ends because Gallo and Glaber don't drive guys in second and third one out, then that's how the inning ends. But just giving the Red Sox a gift there and running ourselves out of that inning was just such a, a big blow at a time where the game was you know still within reach. Nick, I actually had that on my list to go over. I have Phil Nevin in all caps. Uh, <laughs> uh, absolutely horrible send. I, I I hate the argument. I said this last night. I hate the argument that it, it it's like if, if it takes a perfect throw to get him, like you send him. Like no, most of these shortstops are going to be making the perfect throw. That's how good. That's why they're a starting major league shortstop. First of all, second of all, the only argument I'll hear 
is that it was potentially a good send is if you look at the video, the ball was kind of short hopping Bogarts at the time he was sending him. So I was thinking he was maybe hoping for Bogarts to bobble it a little bit. Yes, yes, Bogarts made a good play, and obviously he made the good throw. Like I said, like most shortstops are going to make that throw. He was lined up directly with center field. Um, but at, at the end of the day, like if you want to make the argument that that was the reason you sent him, I still don't think that's a good enough reason that you were hoping that he might like not catch a short hop. Like these are trained shorts. Like these are trained professional athletes. It, it's just a horrible send. And it's a, it's a microcosm of the Yankees bad base running all year. And it's a little bit fitting that the season kind of the sail went out of the the wind went out of the sail with that play, you know, in that game. Mm-hmm. And and especially for me too, it's not like judges run ties the game there. Like you're down yes. three, you need a big inning. This is the first time it looks like you know you're finally putting some good swings on the ball, and it's just not the not the risk you need to take there. So and 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 this isn't us picking and choosing. Phil Nevin has been terrible yes. all year. The Yankees have been terrible on the bases really for years, but especially this year. So just. For that to happen in that spot, it's it's everything, every single flaw that this team has came out to play last night. Except, I guess I would argue that defensively they were fine, and, and you know they they have improved defensively since acquiring you know Gallo and Rizzo, and obviously moving Glaber off of shortstop. But uh, everything else that's been a problem all year was a problem last night. Yeah, I do want to ask. Um... What were your thoughts on some of Boone's decisions? Obviously, we did like the Garrett Cole move, not that we liked it. We agreed with it because it still it sucked that it had to be done. But for the most part, what what did you think of Boone last night in potentially his last game as a Yankee? Yeah, I I think he's definitely gonna be out. He had a quote last night that just made me lose my <laughs> shit where he said the league has closed the gap on us, which there there was never any kind of gap, which it's just it's just infuriating to read, and like those kind of quotes to me just make uh, make me think that he knows he's done. And he's just kind of saying whatever. I wait, Nick, off, off that quote. I thought when he said that, he had to be like, "Yo, they're gonna hate this one. They're gonna absolutely hate this one." I think he just kind of wanted to sneak one more in there just to infuriate the Yankee fan base. It's like a. It's like it's like in a. It's like a toxic breakup, and you're just yelling shit just to piss the other person off at this point. Like, you might not even really mean it. You're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to say it. I think that was Aaron Boone in his press conference last He just wanted to hurt us. He just wanted to hurt us. Exactly. He's just like, you know what, I'm going to make this hurt a little bit more on the way out. So that that all, that all is what it is. But uh, I, I thought Boone managed a fine game. I mean, I, we said that the – we said that the tough decision he was going to make was having to pull Cole early if he didn't have it. He made that decision. It worked out. You know, Clay Holmes got out, got out of his jam and then pitched another scoreless inning. Uh, Aaron Boone can't make these guys hit. I saw him getting some flack for not putting Gary in the game a little earlier. I'm not going to crucify him for that, yeah. considering there really weren't even any good spots. I mean, I get, I'm pretty sure Higgy hit in like the fifth and you could have gone to Gary there, but I mean, it's... It, there was nothing he was going to do last night that was going to change the fact that we couldn't hit, you know, we scored two runs and our ace couldn't make it out of the, out of the second inning or out of the third inning. So uh, he's not the biggest problem. He's a problem, but last night I, I don't think any of the blame really falls on him. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I know people were a little mad when, when he batted Odor for Velasquez, uh, Velasquez, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I can never say that name probably. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, people were a little mad about that. 
Um, at the end of the day, you were just going for a boomer bust. Same with Gary. Like I, they weren't going to make the difference. It was just kind of like, let's see if I catch magic here, you know. And hundred percent. Yeah, like let's see if I can. If something great happens, maybe we get lucky. But at the end of the day, was was Velasquez going to get a hit, or was Sagashio going to get a hit? Probably not. Was Wade going to get a hit? Probably not. Like it, it, it didn't, wasn't going to make that much of a difference. All those pinch hitting decisions. I I don't, honestly didn't hate them. I wasn't thrilled with. Uh, keeping Chad Green in there all that time, I kind of thought he was going to get shelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, how much more, you know, having to go to Cole so early really probably ruined his bullpen plans. Um, what I like to see Peralta in that game, yeah. But at the end of the day, it was still four-one. We didn't score runs, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, you're getting nitpicky. Um, you know, if you're you know you're gonna get mad at the Chad Green decision, or you're gonna get mad with keeping the wise again a little bit longer. Like, you know, all these little things at the end of the day, we scored one run, you yeah. know? So it, it is what it is. The problems from the past rear their head um, and changes need to be made. A lot, of change, a lot of changes need to be made. It, I think it's going to be the most interesting Yankee off season in a long time, or at least it should be. Um, I do anticipate a new manager. I do anticipate them to go over, the luxury tax, and at the end of the day, you're looking at, you know, this is five straight postseason eliminations all at the hands of your biggest rivals, and this one especially should sting when you're looking at the fact that you know Brian Cashman had low expectations for this team, salary dumped Adam Adovino on them, and they're knocking us out at their place in a year where we were supposed to be the prohibitive favorites in the American League. It, it, it really has to be a wake-up call to Hal Steinbrenner and, and ownership uh, that that serious changes need to be made. Did you see off of that? Did you see CC's quote? Yeah, I thought CC was right. I actually haven't listened to R two CT yet, but he's right. And uh, we've had the same GM for how many years? Brian Cashman's had this job for almost twenty five years at this point. The Red Sox fired their GM less than a calendar year after they won a World Series. Like, say what you want about them, I hate them. In the past twenty years, no franchise in baseball has done a better job at building itself up, falling down once that doesn't work anymore, and building themselves immediately right back up than the Boston Red Sox. They have been the model of adapting and surviving and advancing and just every couple years breaking out a new core that that is championship caliber and getting it done. Yeah, I mean, they've been just wildly successful. Just feel like ever since that 04, ever since they broke the curse, they've just been one of the best franchises in baseball, and it's very frustrating that we have gone the complete opposite direction. Um, I, you know, I, I was actually listening to the short ports this morning for the first time in a while, and they were starting to say that we're a bit of an embarrassment, you know. And I, I'm not, yeah. I, I don't think we're there yet because at the end of the day, we are still a annual playoff team. But I mean, it's starting to get a little laughable at how much money we spend and how little success we have off of that. So I mean, like we said, a lot of changes need to be made asap. Absolutely. I, I don't I don't take any solace in the fact that we haven't had a losing season in 30 years or that we've made the playoffs, you know, the, the past five years and almost every year, and, you know, in the in the past 25, whatever you want to say, it does not matter. You're talking about it's been 12 years now going on 13 without a championship with one of the largest budgets in American professional sports. It's just, it's, it's pathetic. I, I, we deserve every ounce of ridicule we're getting right now, 29 fan bases. And it, it just sucks. 
Yeah. I mean, the Mariners nearly made the playoffs, didn't even make the playoffs, and they damn near threw a parade. You know, like that's that can't happen for us. That's not that's not our standard. So teasing the offseason video again. A lot of a lot of things need to be done. Um probably gonna start with Boone and then they'll they'll work the way down the ladder from there. But just a absolute end to the season on a do nothing game. A lot of Marvin's room gonna be played. A lot of yeah, Marvin's this- room. Yeah, no, I don't even – I see a lot of people talking about potential off-season acquisitions and everything. I can't even get my brain there yet. I'm just going to listen to Marvin's room for the next couple days or weeks, trying and enjoy some playoff baseball as hard as that always is for me to do, and then we'll uh, we'll get back to the drawing board here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess go Brewers or go Giants out of the AL and anyone not the Dodgers, honestly. Maybe the Braves too. I really don't care at this point. I'm, I'm going to wait for the said, Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I want whoever wins the National League to win the World Series, realistically. Yeah. We'll see. All right. All right. So, um, I don't know. Just pain all around. Um, that's our special episode. <laughs> Not too pain. special. We're just in pain. 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 That's pain. our pain. pain podcast. All right. We will catch you guys next time. Um, obviously, keep looking out for us. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, our YouTube channel as well. Uh, A lot of off-season content coming your way, so head on a swivel.